Before we start the show, we'd like to let you know that our Patreon page and the bonus patron-only episodes are uh, up every Friday. Yes. Yes. You can access this weekly extra content for less than the price of a cup of coffee per month. <laughs> Head over to patreon.com slash three in the pink to watch our campaign launch video and choose a support team that suits you. And us. Yes. And the world. In the pink today, only two. It's manageable. It's two in the pink. It's not painful. No lube required. Well, it would be ideal. It would be preferred. It would it? I don't really. I've never had sex. I don't know <laughs> how this works. Let's carry on. What's a vulva? What that? What that? I think it's a type of planet. Oh, yeah. I'd like to go. Yeah, to a vulva. Mm. Um, Am I doing the timer or you? If you could love me, yeah. If you could love. Yeah. So my name's Apsy. We're done. I don't wait for it. You have to wait for it. I almost got you off. I just mansplained over you. My own name to you. (laughs) Um, what's my name? Uh, it's like it's like my name is Javid. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, I'm here to guest on the show this week. Uh, I didn't realise I was in for some commie shit. Uh, but anyone got some dark yeah, yeah. for Sajid? So um, this week, uh, Gemma's not here. Um, you don't need to know why. Sorry, about mind it. your own fucking business. Yeah. Um, she actually doesn't want to do the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so no, she's indisposed. So we are um, holding fort. Mm-hmm. We are incredibly disposable. <laughs> we are really, really disposed. <laughs> Um, I wish someone would dispose of me mm. like an old tampon. Um, she's Ooh, not old. here, but How we long has it been are. Oh, remember when you got one? You left one up. Oh, you, you couldn't no, get I, one I out. pulled out two. I had two in the pink. Oh god, I had two in the back. Pulling out isn't an effective form of contraception. <laughs> yeah, I was just high though. She had. <laughs> I was oh. just high, so I just because got, you got high. Yeah, because you got, got high. high. Because I got, got high. high. <laughs> Yeah, I just shoved a couple up in there and then I uh, didn't realise that I'd only had one in there and I went oh, to pull it out and out came two. Um, that's maybe dying. they Maybe they multiplied inside. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, I don't use tampons anywhere. I'm more of a user moon cup because I'm a, oh, yeah, I'm I'm a woman of the of earth. I'm buying one of those. I'm buying, I haven't actually got one yet and I've been chastised by more than a few people. White people. <laughs> White people. Yeah, usually. Do it for the I'm earth. I'm fucking poor and I forget. Do it for the earth. Do it for the earth. The earth can't hurt. <laughs> the earth hurts all the time. What about volcanoes, hurricanes, tsunamis? Cyanide. Cyanide. Fucking. Uh, uh, Jaron's not here, so the show is probably going to be a little less focused. A little loosey goosey. Yes, but maybe more Asian content. Um, but this week we're going to talk about Lush and it's. Uh, hashtag spy cops campaign and the ensuing fallout both on the media and on the streets Ooh, of it. The hashtag streets. love these streets. Hashtag love these streets. Um, and then we're going to move on and talk about how yay doing. I'm surviving Kanye West. Uh, In case you didn't know, he's surviving. If you wanted yeah, to know. I was drinking I earlier. Now I'm driving. Um, don't do that. 
Um, not that if you were going to do that, though, you probably wouldn't listen to a podcast if they a podcast wouldn't stop you if you no. were going to do that. So do whatever you want. Um, so we're going to talk about Kanye West after um, and his new album, and maybe even a bit of the media hoopla. And mm. Maybe a the little. Bl-ha. Yes. Mm-ha. You know we love a white reviewer of a hip hop album. You know we love that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to pull that up for later. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So, Lash. But first, we're going to talk about Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> first off, we've got bum, six more bum, we actually want some audience feedback on whether or not we should do like a Love Island uh, bit of the start of the show. Mini recap. Because since it's like every fucking day. Yeah. Uh, in case you didn't know, I live with Gemma and Jack. Um, Gemma off of the show, and they watch Love Island religiously. They always have. They probably always will. I've never seen it or many shows. Like it. Um But I finally succumb and. Um, you know, started watching it mm. all in the space of like 24 hours mm-hmm. because I was also hanging. hanging. And um, now I'm and, and you love islands as well. I love, so. oh, I I love, love islands. islands, so I wanted to. Fucking love islands. Love, yeah, man. I wanted to go and I love, love, love island. Yeah, so I was expecting a show about island geography, but. It's yeah. actually about archipelago. Is it archipelago? I always get the I think, but it sounds like you're saying archipelago. What's the That's musical word? <laughs> What's the musical word? Archipelago. Arpeggio. Arpeggio. I always mix that with arpeggio, and I always think people are saying archipelago wrong. Thank you. Um, So, if you want us to talk about our hot takes on their hot bonds and their just (laughs) their hot chat, their hot scintillating chat, (laughs) hit us up. Uh, We actually don't. I was thinking that we. I thought it would be funny if we if we talk about it, but actually, we don't know if we know if we have any interesting takes. Except that everyone is thick as shit. But I think that's part of the point, isn't it? I like a man who's just gonna like slap my ass and tell me I'm a slag <laughs> and I'm a piece of shit and I'm not even that hot and my boobs look shit and I've got no ass to slap I've anyway. I've got no ass to slap my like, boobs, like trying to catch the wind, trying to slap my ass. <clears throat> yeah, we don't have anything interesting to say, I suppose. Um, Danny Dyer, I like. Descendant of King Henry VIII. King Henry VIII, and then more closely, Danny Dyer. <laughs> Someone, yeah, I want to... I do think about him too much watching the show because I just think every time she's in a compromising position or, i.e. kissing Jack, I always think, is he okay? Is Danny Dyer, like, burst a blood vessel in his skull yet? Like, get off my bum, my fucking daughter, get off her. (laughs) Or maybe he's one of those guys who's just got one of those, like, public personas that's really honed, but actually is just probably quite a sweet yeah. guy. Or I mean, her, her, she's a very sweet girl. She's very sweet. She's a sweet girl, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's really like, nice. No, no, no. She just like wants to find love. Yeah, she's just really self-deprecating and like like honest and like uh, earnest. Yeah. We both like earnestness. Yeah. That's a quality. She just likes to like have a laugh. Yeah, she I've just likes like bands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and is just sort of like looks for the best in people. Yeah, she's just quite sweet. Or she's been media managed within a within an interval life, mm. but you know, I don't think so because they think of shit, as we mm. said. So, 
Um, I like how Haley is too thick for A-L-E-L to manipulate her. Yes. Anyway, we probably shouldn't talk about Love Island loads. Maybe we'll do that at the end. Um, let's kick off, shall we? Yes, let's go. Let's go, Harry. So, um, do you want to intro Lush or shall I? You go ahead. Oh, damn. Um, so, we're actually just going to discuss um, Lush, the high street bath bomb company. Mm. Soaps, body glitter. Makeup? Do they do makeup? Mm, I think they do. Like, face masks. Face masks, um, scrubs. Yeah. Exfoliants. Over-eager employees. Oh, yes, very much so. Haircut products. Yeah, you seem like you know more about Lush than me, because I actually... I'd, what I do know is if you get, if you get like, uh, four pots of... Uh, I think it's a number of pots that you bring back empty, then you get a free face mask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because they're ethical. Yes. So Lush have launched a Spy Cops campaign, um, which was pretty fucking ballsy. Baller, yeah. yeah. pretty ballsy and baller for a... A, soap a fucking soap company. Yeah. To... Should um, I say, or should I say woke company? Woke company. A woke soap company. Yeah. Um, they released a online and in stores campaign to draw attention to the Spy Cops investigation, ongoing investigation, um, which looks, which is was supposedly investigating the behaviour of many, many police officers who engaged in relationships ranging from casual sex to having children with women who were activists in countercultural movements and. Um, extorting them for information not extorting them but manipulating them to get information so getting mm. close to them starting relationships with them in order to find out about countercultural movements strikes protests that kind of thing um, any kind of uh, direct action they would know about uh, really gross insidious behaviour really important police fucking inquiry that's going on rapey shit rapey fucking shit and happened all across the UK for decades and has been uncovered but has been underreported, underfunded, doesn't currently include Scotland in its investigation. There's a lot of anger as well towards the amount of protection that these uh, these police officers have been afforded. Yeah, and obviously the lives of these women have been ruined, they've been lied to, manipulated, they have sort of children under circumstances. For years. Years. Um, Cops having whole new identity, creating whole new new identities, using the names of dead babies to bolster their identity. Um, in order to get close to women, in order to usurp count cultural movements. So, <clears throat> Lush, although I'm not entirely sure why they chose this campaign, I'd like to know what they're... Why, yeah, it's what, interesting what to see why this is the first thing you'd immediately yeah. Yeah, think of as being a Lush priority. Yeah. Um, but the website's got various podcasts you can listen to with in- interviews from some of the women affected. It's got... Um, a video, like a promo video about the about the issue, mm-hmm. um, and it's got various calls to action, petitions you can sign, uh, links to further information about um, bringing these cops to justice and making sure the investigation that happens is a serious, thorough one, and it isn't just another mm-hmm. bullshit. Did you? I mean, the first the first that I heard of this campaign was only the news story about them pulling it from the shops or at least from their shop window yeah because of the fact that their staff had been intimidated and harassed by yeah. police officers who'd come in and, and rec- their families, yeah. yeah yeah that was the first that i only heard about it because of that yeah yeah i heard about it because my twitter is 
full of fire. It's just fire, fire, fire. Hot take, hot take, mm-hmm. hot take. Too many hot takes. I need some water. I need some milk. You need some oven gloves. Yeah. When you hold your phone. Or a tea towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a tea towel or something. In my family, we didn't use oven gloves. We used a fucking tea towel because we're not pussies. Oh. Um, oh, God. I, did, I had heard about it and I'd heard, you know... So obviously when things like this happen, you've obviously got the right-wing press and right-wing people clamouring to defend the cops and decry Lush as, as a like anti-unpatriotic organisation who are kind of clumsily lumping in bad apples with the whole institution, the police that keep us safe, blah, blah, blah. But most irritatingly to me, you've got liberals defending the way that, they're, the way that they've um, done the campaign and whilst not completely defending the police, uh, defending uh, them against the way that Lush have presented yeah, the yeah, argument, yeah, yeah. saying that it's just a little too bold, a little yeah, too, yeah, yeah. it's a little too aggressive, and it, it makes is, it. It look, is quite hard hitting, but it, it needs to be hard hitting. It should be because the police of this country are afforded a huge amount of luxury given their behaviour. Like, I was reading about, we were reading about how you know the police are treated in this country with the kind of reverence that is doesn't doesn't really tally up with the history <laughs> no no the history and i think because the english the the british police sorry mm. are they don't have guns and they have a very like sleuthy poli- uh, public pr way about them that they've always managed to wiggle out of every single um political, social problem that they've encountered. There was like a brief dip in the polls um, relating to the police during the Stephen Lawrence inquiry. But it was relatively small Mm. and it didn't really... uh, It it regained... People regained their faith in the police remarkably quickly. When you think... There was a thing on the New Statesman talking about how, you know, when you think about teach uh, not teachers, when you think about politicians and journalists, Mm. the, the public's faith in those two figures in particular, have plummeted since things like the Expenses scandal, since the phone hacking scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For journalists. People have a, 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 probably a healthy dis- disdain and distrust of, mistrust of politicians and journalists and other people with a lot of social clout. But the police, despite being uh, brutal mm. to people of colour, despite stop and searches, despite raids and corruption and racism... And, and now there's this cover, there's enough coverage there is about enough it. Co- they seem to be like Teflon. To <sighs> it, they seem to be made. They seem to be incredibly water resistant to any kind of damage from any of the various scandals that they've been part of. And if you think about like the the sort of the stereotype of the policeman, mm. they still are thought of as these kind of avuncular, yeah. kind of kindly men who will like tell you the time and help you with your shopping. Yeah. To for a lot of Brits anyway, obviously not people of colour. And... That people, not me. People know. Uh, the thing is with with the policemen is that a lot of people defer to knowing a police officer personally or having yeah, one in their yeah. family. Yeah. And I think it's probably difficult <clears throat> for people to divorce that from ins- institution. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's it's a strange. It's one that requires a lot of thought. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. In a way, it does, because maybe what you have here is people have day-to-day dealings with the police that are fairly pleasant. Yeah, that's You've true. had a few dealings with the police yeah. where, and Gemma was saying that, you know, sh- that she has, when she has dealt with the police, whether it was in court with that thing or it was uh, when people, things have been stolen or whatever, mm. the police have always been quite nice. Yes, quite friendly. Yeah, I've always had good experiences with them. But yeah. I also, uh, uh, even uh, sort of just... 
via friends mm. or via people that I know, I uh, am aware of people being treated very badly by the yeah. police. And it's not, you don't just have to look to news reports, you can kind of just get that That's kind true. of information by, via word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if we've had, I haven't had particularly good dealings with the police, but most, some people have. But that that shouldn't over uh, overwhelm the fact that the evidence, the history of the British police, the behaviour of the police, the corruption, the way that they consistently intervene in politics, the the clout that they often wield, and the the times they've like been proven to be racist or corrupt or whatever mm. how how um impervious they've they've seemed seem to be as an institution yeah because even just like I, I understand that um many people have have difficulty understanding the structural and institutional levels when it comes to racism but during the stephen lawrence investigation and inquiries mm. surrounding that it was revealed that uh, a lot of police officers had virulently racist opinion yeah. you know they would yeah. vocalize them. there was the that, that, <laughs> like, and it, it's different you can't deny it's difficult for a person to read or watch or listen to yeah the way that they speak about black people yeah. <laughs> even just on a very that should be very because you know a lot of people don't understand racism on a structural level yeah but they are able to understand um the use of slurs or acts of mm. violence or yeah. you know these kind of individualist yeah attacks etc so mm. it, but even that isn't yeah yeah i mean <laughs> mark daly <laughs> did my boy did uh, I remember watching this documentary when I was a teenager? Did, did he, he, he did, did the, the good famous, spying? Yes, he did the good. <laughs> <laughs> he spied cops in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> where he spied on the cops. Yeah, which is incredibly rare. And when you watch, yeah, this, if you have, I think it might be on YouTube. The spy <laughs> <laughs> and the spy kid grew up to be this spy. Be a great adult. movie <laughs> for kids and adults alike. Um, uh, in, in I think it was like two thousand, I don't know, six or whatever. If everyone, and I'm sure people, we were actually showing this in school, but the, this journalist Mark Daly, um, when became a cop undercover, became a cop. Did he do this? Did all the training daily? Yes. <laughs> Every day he trained to become a cop, so that daily he could scour them and, re- and like, report them mm. for their daily offences. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, he put a mark on each one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "I've marked you daily. <laughs> I've marked daily. I've marked you daily. daily. Being a dick." <laughs> no, he he became a cop. Um, he trained, uh, trained, did did all the hoopla involved in becoming a copy cop. I became a cop, and then f- secretly filmed filmed cops. So I think he might have filmed the training as well. And the language, that would have sunk any other mm. institution mm. or any other less stable institution in this country, less kind of um, establishment-backed anyway. Mm. Um, like, we're talking P-words, N-words, C-words. Mm-hmm. Uh, real um, people saying they've it, got an internet... Yeah. Uh, 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 ooh, I said forensics. I, just, I said, almost said army. They've got into the police force to kill Packies, one of them said. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning. Explicit, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the fact. No, but like explicit descriptions yeah. of violence. To and, try and yeah. clean out the streets, to 
I mean, people only pe- people can become police officers to wield power. Yeah. Um. They so, so they uh, all of these kind of and so it, this is this came out kind of concurrently with the McPherson report that officially uh, deduced that the police would were institutionally racist. Shite patter when people say, "No shit, Sherlock." Ah! <laughs> should we talk? About, should we say what shite patter is? Yeah. We just collectively, as a group friendship group, kind of. Uh, have collated, collated examples of shite patter, which is just often online. There's a section of it that's online, shite patter, which is like, hashtag take me back, talking about Prosecco, <laughs> uh, the girlies, uh, hashtag take me back when you've been on holiday. Uh, this one. Oh, yeah, this one I think is the this king. One. I think Drinks the king with this one is the king, yeah. yeah. So submissions on good shite patter, always welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the the so the police are, are pretty much immune to any kind of uh, um, press. Yeah, they just they've never ever suffered suffer the consequences mm. for um, even the Catholic Church. Yeah, I mean, yeah, have suffered a blow. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that was sort of part of the Irish referendum was mm, partly mm-hmm. because mm. the Catholic Church has been dealt a few blows, mm. and the police. It's a strange one. You could probably talk about it for longer than we've got. Mm. Um, but the level of corruption in the police... I don't think that... Pe- maybe people in the, in Britain are less willing to think of the police as anything other than benevolent. Mm. Maybe they, maybe there's a tendency to, to want to trust the nice, nice policemen. Mm. Because if, they, if, if people knew how they treated immigrants and the homeless and women and brown people, then there would be a... You know, maybe an uproar, and mm. people aren't ready for that yet. Mm. Maybe, but this police policemen having children with women, find sourcing women, befriending them, dating them, fucking them, fucking them, for years. Them, yeah, sometimes having kids with them for eight for years and years and years in order to get information out of them about countercultural movements. So. Like using the most insidious illegal behaviour to find out about kind of anti-establishment activity, mm-hmm. fucking strikes and protests. Like these are not even there was like a animal rights, <coughs> yeah, group and yeah, environmentalist yeah, yeah. groups. Just... Yeah, um, the level of like gross, disgusting, like corruption that has to go into that. That was a that was a like deliberate. Like sanctioned mm, mm-hmm. activity yeah. as well. That was like planned. Yeah, you yeah, find yeah. this person. It wasn't like a. What kind of just, fucking yeah. person? I mean, kudos to Lush. Yes. Lush. It's hat. very lush of them to do yeah, that. Yeah, it is lush. And lush is a word as a descriptor that fucking hate. That's shy power. It's shy power. Oh, it's so lush. Oh, it's lush. Yeah. It's prosecco is lush. It's lush. Uh, lush cocktails with this one. Mm. Uh, Take me back to lush. Take me back. <laughs> Um, I guess it's almost also normie speak, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah. So credit to Lush, y'all. Y'all Shout go ahead. Go on, we better. Go on, go on. Um, support Lush. Sign the petition. Come in with your four empty pots of, uh, you know, face mask, and come out with a pot full of wokeness. Yeah, yeah. radicalize that. Yeah, that uh, those pores. <laughs> But, you know, pay attention to it. This, although I am deeply suspicious of brand involvement mm. with 
via direct action or radical politics. It is the kind of thing where when brands involve themselves with politics, it's usually in like a deeply neutered and um, defanged way. But And it's usually kind of vague like uh, uh, declarations of girl power. Or and it's almost always directly tied to sales. So, yeah. you know, buy this and then donate, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, or a portion of your... You can offset mm. the guilt of buying something by knowing that a portion of it is going to go to the nebulous concept of Africa, yeah. for example. This isn't, this, isn't this, like, is... this isn't like buy a bath this is... bomb and um, 5P I'll will egg, go a, to... egg a policeman. Yeah, <laughs> even that would kind of be... Because <laughs> yeah. to attack the police yeah, in a, this yeah, country... Yeah, 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 it's bold. It's a, it's a political suicide, for mm. one thing. And so brands doing... Brands engaging with politics, although I'm sure there's an element of it that ties into their marketing, br- marketing as like yeah. a progressive company. Yeah, of course. Which they do have, that is their thing, it's, yeah. it's that they're an ethical company. Yeah. And they have like a specific structure where the boss can't earn more than the a certain mm-hmm. amount more than the employees. Blah blah blah. Although, so there is probably is a cynical um, part of mm. that part of it. But you know, usually it, they it's a risky risky fucking thing mm-hmm. to not only go after um, a cam- a scandal and a campaign that deeply. Uh, is deep, deeply divisive, goes massively against the status quo and, and really gets people's backs up. But to do it about the police and yeah. to do it about something very, very important, but that's something that, honestly, people probably would have not known about this investigation that's happening. This is galaxy brain-level work. Yeah. Like, you, you have, like, banks and, and HSBC and, mm. like... Um, yeah, the Royal Bank of Scotland or whatever, they, they'll they go for, like, pride stuff. Yeah, exactly. And they'll put rainbows on their, mm. uh, on buses. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. this is, I guess the only, the only involvement in politics I'll accept from brands is one that threatens the brand itself. One that actually is, takes a risk. Puts their neck on the line. Yeah. They're lovely moisturised, sweet-smelling necks yes. on the line. Yes, Ooh, I don't know any of the flavors. <laughs> I actually can't go into lush because it's just the smell. It is an assault, isn't it? You can it? smell it from it down the street. It is an assault. The it is, but at least it's not an assault by a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> they have a very nice hand cream. Yeah. And um, as I've heard, a very nice hand scrub. Yeah, I think they do. Confident. What I disliked about it when I was a teenager going in is that they sort of accost you yeah. with friendliness, which I, as a repressed very person, intimidating, find yeah. intimidating. Yeah. And I don't really know how to do with that Very and they grab your inducing. hand yeah grab and slather your hand, it with and with all the they grab your hand and they start trying to moisturize it and if you're self-conscious in any way that's very very uncomfortable because they start exfoliating your wrist and or your or your nails mm. or something and it's deeply deeply uncomfortable they're very forward mm-mm, people mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, famously known yeah i think that's you get hired if you're a forward so mm. chill the fuck out no but don't <laughs> what a shake your ass Just but watch yourself, yourself. <laughs> but don't chill out on the no, that same that. over eagerness is working very well <laughs> yes, with your is. work points so yes. go on with your bad go self on. go on go on research it guys fuck the police fuck I mean the people the liberals and the right wing people saying well it's not all the cops blah 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 shifting the parameters of the argument to being like oh you can't shoot all the police blah 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 Fuck yourselves. This hasn't got anything to do with that. If you it's really got care nothing about to do police... with your Uncle Barbie, the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> or your Uncle Peter, who's a lovely co- community officer. Yes, yes, yes. 
But, the, but if you really cared about the police, you would want the police to be the best version of the police that it could be. Well, let's not have the argument about whether or not we should have the police because it's not a silly thing. But, but fuck everyone who fuck everyone who's like that is out of line, lush. As a you know, you have no right to smear our cops. Fuck everyone who uh, harassed lush employees and got the posters taken down. But solidarity. I mean, I think they fucking. The I think that that pussy all move of people coming in and harassing the staff kind of backfired on them because it put it but it gave them publicity didn't it it did yeah so I mean there are a lot of people who are angry like it's not something that everyone is very sympathetic towards and Saj Jav has been Ugh. a piece of shit hasn't yeah. he you I mean he what What was it I don't even know what he said but he's, he he basically accused Lush of like attacking yeah our, our, that. our cops yeah yeah he, yeah, yeah. T- the tweets yeah. yeah, he tweeted that, that like how it's very very disappointed in a high street brand for it's, it's, selling it, the reputation like, of it's our like police. In oh. his remit to be concerned, yeah, <laughs> to Sorry, be concerned to be about concerned. this because he's been called to called to action in terms yeah. of like looking into this inquiry yeah. and uh, paying more attention to it, drawing attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just been a fucking pussy all. Yeah, he's been a pussy all uh, because he's a fucking cunt. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's been deeply ineffective, just being vaguely on the side of the police. Our oh, lovely police officers should not be subjected to this. It's a very, very clever manipulative tactic mm. by the media because the argument has been reframed as an argument about whether or not Lush should have said what they said in the way that they said it. Rather than don't don't what, police lush don't don't police them look at what they're actually saying why are we not talking about the like exploitation you're tone policing because you love the police yeah, you're you're toning the police <laughs> <laughs> I can't go anywhere <laughs> next yes we're talking about Kanye Ye Kanye Ye Kanye Ye Boo Boo West and his new album. Which he dropped like mm-hmm. a hot shit. Yes. Uh, on the world. Mm. The album cover says, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. Ha ha, do you get it? Mm-hmm. Do you? Because mm-hmm. you're just too opposite. No, I don't get it. You're saying about being bipolar that he hates it. But right. being bipolar, you're like in two different no, opposing states. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah, and then he says it's awesome. Oh, I don't get it. Yeah, because you're bipolar. Nope. I missed it. Oh, never mind. Maybe if you listen to the album, you'll understand. Ooh, girl. Girl, I'll fucking listen. I did listen, I promise. I listened so many times. It's very short. You should listen too. I believe it comes in at a 24-minute mark, I believe. Yes, 24, 24 minutes. minutes. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to give it a little intro? Do you want to tell us how you feel? Give yeah. us an intro. Well, it was kind of... It came on the. No wait, hold on. It came. It did. It right. came on pretty rapidly after his Twitter storm, of yeah. which we covered a few weeks ago. Go check it. Go check it. You you already know Episode the whole the Trump endorsement. Uh huh. Act act act. Yes. Well, he, he he always proceeds his album releases with a with a media storm. Yes. Usually tweets some bollocks. This time. He went a bit further and endorsed Donald Trump. Sort I wanna, of. I want to clarify the fact that I, I know that act, act, act is wrong. It was <sighs> <a> joke. <laughs> Just say it. Fucking people who whinge about that. Go <laughs> suck a dick. People should hate them the way that they hate Kenny about the Trump thing. Yeah. 
He vaguely endorsed Trump, but he also is like, uh, eh. um, he also um, clearly doesn't know what he's talking about and isn't to be taken super seriously about uh, in some ways, but that's a different thing. So he's done this. He had this, his new Twitter Basically, he just fried up a brouhaha. <laughs> I'll get the world ready for what me and my brothers are calling Banger Season, which is his series of Wyoming-based album releases from the Good Music label, including Pusha T's Bomb album, which is my current favourite of Banger Season. Mm-hmm. This album release and Kid Cudi's album release from uh, the day, a couple of days ago, which is also fire. I quite like Kid Cudi's album. So Kanye West is Which one? helming Kid Cudi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi. You were like Kid Cudi. No. <laughs> yeah, hit that one. Um, so he's, he's helming producing a Nas album. Uh, I think I'm forgetting one. But yeah, so his is, is ensconced in the middle, enveloped, enrobed, mm. in the middle of these other good music releases. Good music is his record label. Um, and yeah, what do you, th- what do you think? Um, uh, if I'm judging it on its own merits, it's quite fun. It sounds like a bunch of demos. Right. It sounds pretty rushed, mm-hmm. somewhat unfinished, mm-hmm. unpolished. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind a lack of polish. No, a lot of times I... I <laughs> <laughs> I like things that are a bit more around oh. the edges. No, but I do, uh, and I kind of appreciate the sort of like lo-fi-ish quality mm. of a lot of the tracks. Just you know, hourly to, to mine ears. <laughs> I like that. I enjoy it. Um, Back to basics. Yes, the standout, of course, mm. song track goes to town. Feet. Mm. I don't know how to say. It. Is it O seven O shake? Oh, 70 not, shake? This is a Blink-182 situation. <laughs> is it Blink-182? Where are you? <laughs> is it a Blink-182? Except she's not as talented. <laughs> <laughs> is it Blink-182? 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 <laughs> I say the latter. I say Blink-182. Blink anyway, um... I just blinked 180 times. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that she... Well, you know that I like that song because it sounds like Weezer towards the end. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah. I really like her because she sounds like a teenage boy mm. and that's why I kind of she sounds a little bit petulant you know she does yeah and she's I talking about the kids in the <laughs> Tell it yeah she's just, got that point 182 she does point. she's doing bleeding put stoves until you bleed she got asked she's like, got that, she's like they an were emo like bitch you don't rapper. bleed when yeah. you get burnt yeah she is described she has been the, described the as the interview about that she's like yeah you do yeah, she's like, if you burn yourself for long enough, you bleed, which isn't true. I don't <laughs> think that that's true. Is it? No, yeah, yeah. You, you go like raw. I don't want to talk about this. Actually. No, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. She was like, it's a whole metaphor. Like when you burn yourself long enough, then you bleed, but you're numb by that point. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, go on, go uh, on. Yeah, I really really like that track. Uh, I mean, we know that Kanye's very good lyrically with being very dark. Mm. Beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Um and it opens and with that with those pretty fucking brutal Ooh, like balls. Yeah, marsh. Marsh. <laughs> yeah. He is. About wanting to kill the person that he's yeah. addressing. Who do you think he's talking about? I hope he's talking about <laughs> <laughs> When he's like, uh I uh kill 
You wait. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have you. a really hard time remembering <laughs> lyrics says, and lines from poems. He and says, stuff. "Today Something I thought tonight, or today I thought about killing you," and then he says. I've thought about killing myself, and I love myself. And I love myself. myself that's more, I love myself more than I love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that line, I just always think it's kind of funny. Mm. I mean, <laughs> we're drinking beer, Burr. just a small bit, mm. um, and it's making me burp. Apologies, but <clears throat> the yeah, he he. I mean, yeah, can finish your review. I should say, or is it? Or is it? Uh, I I appreciate him. Opening up and, uh, you know, being very dark and dangerous. Yeah, and it's, he being yay. He, yay be yay. Um, <laughs> what else stands out to me in that yikes. album? Yikes. Yeah. Yikes, I mean, the, what, the, the other song. one that, 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 yeah, yikes. The, the song that made me go yikes mm. was the ah, one about... <laughs> I know you're going to say. Violent, violent Crimes. This is, that's one where he talks about his daughter. And the, yeah. the first time I listened to it, I just thought about that. Facebook group that's like at sounds incestuously possessive of your daughter's virginity. <laughs> <laughs> it also speaks to my favorite type of Twitter guy, which is um, massive American white men who are threatening their daughter's boyfriends with, with guns. guns. Yeah, uh, who are like, take my daughter to prom. You better come through me first, and it's them like holding a gun. Uh, those are my favourite super, Twitter guys. Super healthy Great and guys. cute. Yeah. It's very cute, isn't it? Yeah. It's, very sweet. Yeah, he closes the album so he's pontificating about, on whether yeah. what will happen if his daughter gets hot. <laughs> and then <laughs> when she I gets do? hot, if she does Pilates whilst being hot, will he get a boner? <laughs> is that okay? He knows what men are like. There is a kind way to read that, which is mm. that it's him grappling with being a player, being something of a sex Oh, yeah, what, what was the line about women? Um, oh, it's like, it's taught me... Um, it's something about uh, uh, women... It's, uh, women of... Now women are something to nurture, not, not something, something to conquer. conquer. Something like that. Good rhyme. It's not yeah, really yeah. a rhyme, but, no. you know, this isn't fucking Shakespeare. No. Um, yeah, uh, that's so. I there's a there's a way to read that song where it's kind of like he. That's how he is grappling with his masculinity in the face of having a kid. Yeah, it's a rap trope. Like yeah, rapper it has daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, Thinks sure, about sure. his role in the like sure, sure, his role, sure, sure, how sure, he tweets sure, women. Yeah. but that kind of, that line does sum up the the to the binary that that rap rappers often have about women, which is that they're like sweet angel babies or they're like. Like fucking sluts to be dominated or whatever. Yeah. I worry about analyzing rap too much from a feminist lens because lens, yeah, it irritates because me to fuck. Yeah. Because one of the best fucking lines on like I, I'm a long t- I'm a long mother in law. Please go and watch John Early's Netflix special, The Characters, so you can at least understand that joke. Um, I'm a long-term Kanye fan. Um, I find him... I think he's genius. Yes. I don't like that word. But I think he's incredibly talented. Like a lot of people, I think he's, like, really, really gifted. And I don't really care that much about his political stance. I I sort of understand on some level... I will analyse it. I'm wary of making, like, a emotional call about mm-hmm. Kanye as a human being mm-hmm. right now. I think he makes amazing music. I think he's a genius at making music and he thinks that that makes him qualified to talk about other things. Mm. And I think he thinks 
quite rightfully thinks that he has the capacity to change the culture because he has done so for like 20 years. He has that fucking power. Yeah, he has changed. He has, he is incredibly influential in a culture that we're all participating in. We can't be that surprised when he thinks that his influence extends to the political realm, especially when we voted, well, America voted an entertainer into the fucking White House. Uh, it's it's one of those things. So, and I also find him hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the line on the album, I love your titties because they prove I can focus on two things at once, is really funny. And the line about we all come from cum. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I find those things really funny, yeah. and one of the things I hate is people going, oh, that's actually really misogynistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like the Taylor Swift, like, calling a woman a bitch is never accept- acceptable. There's something... I am so sorry. Um, <clears throat> so, so yeah. I find, yeah, I find him to be... Mm, I find distil like like reducing him to his comments about women is a little irritating. It's a little irritating and misses the point and it makes his songs about a particular like white feminist angle that kind of does a disservice to all the rest of his genius, which I think he is like an innovator in the truest sense. Having said that, that last song is just one big ooh. Yeah, it's a the, the line about um, not wanting his daughter to grow up too fat. Well, that's one thing, but like too fat, too fast. Oh, I <laughs> but, you like, said fat. but like, but he talks about the curves under her dress. Yeah, yeah. Like, I hope he doesn't come in. Don't come in too quickly and yeah. all that sort of thing. And you know, it is gross. But can you? This you're right. The album is sort of rushed and a bit. But, but, it's but also, by virtue of that, it's also very current because he talks about a lot of things. He literally that, talked about the slavery comment. Yeah, he's talked about that, and he he's talked about the the the, the Trump. Um, Who? That's right. <laughs> the uh, the 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 T man's. Um, you know that all of that furor. Mm-hmm. The furor. Uh oh, I saw that coming. Um, and he speaks about the Me Too campaign. Uh-huh. He references that Russell Simmons. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does. It's very current. which is which is well, I enjoy things like that. Yeah, things that are current events. Yes. So that's some. It's come under fire because a lot of like boring pitchfork people. Is think it come under fire because it is fire? Yeah, because it's fire. <laughs> too much fire. Too hot. Wow. Uh, like oh, it's like too rushed and it's too current and it's just um, him listing off his beefs and stuff. I actually think that. Hearing him be so candid and often so like his his flow, his like his ability as a rapper is still like in unrivaled. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Like he is the best rapper alive. Mm. Maybe I haven't really thought about that, but he, you know he, or at least one of them. He is. I mean, his like lyrical ability mm. is uh, like unprecedented. Like, can yay? Yeah, he can. Yeah, yay, he can. Yay, he can. Yay, he can. <laughs> <laughs> he his the that the to his so to hear him go back to kind of like old Kanye, mm. like college dropout Kanye. Yeah, like some of it sounds like kind of like late re- late registration Kanye. Mm. And to hear him talk really honestly about his mental health and to be I mean, really that's why open we've always about loved him. him. That's yeah, why he's I mean, been, that's his brand. Like that's why he has such a huge um, devoted base of fans yeah. because that's he kind of changed the game 
being as vulnerable as he was. Yeah. Um, Do you know so, what yeah. rap was like before Kanye West? Especially that specific period, period yeah, right yeah, yeah. before. Bef- after, like, like after early like, Jay Z and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. like Run DMC and like 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 Nas, there was like there was like Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, Tiger I think. Yeah, all the G Unit shit, yeah. basically. Snoop. All of those Snoop Snoop. Yeah, so you could argue that some of that stuff's kind of fun. Which but it when is. Kanye came along, I my theory is that Kanye did for hip hop what Bob Dylan did for rock and roll, which is take a. A musical form that was external mm. and internalize it. So make make a, a rock before that was just like girls and things that I want to do and I and like doing a, this. And then a soft boy, a a soft boy, boy comes along. along and it was like I feel I your flu. Was talking about how he felt about mm. the world and all this interiority and that completely revolutionizes an art form or a yeah. genre. And kind of it's not that rap. It's not that rap hasn't been like that. It, but it was just that specific that, period that kind just of self-involved yeah yeah you know yeah. that kind yeah. of that was sensitive and vulnerable mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. talking about your flaws and yeah talking about bitches and shit but mm. also being clever and witty and satirical yeah, social and, commentary and, and also being subverting that completely subverting yeah. the the like hip-hop male trope mm. that the, the whole reason you have Drake and Kid Cudi or The Weeknd or whoever the fuck... The Weeknd. The Weeknd, right. sorry. <laughs> is because you have Kanye West. Yeah. This whole generation mm. of rappers owes a debt to Kanye West. Which isn't to say you have to like his music, but he has always... Whatever album he's released, whether it's... You have it's to acknowledge made, that influence. Yeah, yeah, and you have to acknowledge that Kanye basically releases the albums that Kanye wants to release. So when he released 808's after his mum died and everyone was like why has he released this auto-tune album that's the album we wanted to release and I actually think that it. I actually like that album quite mm, a lot Jesus yeah. I didn't like Jesus that much but it some people really like it and again it was the album that he wanted to release and there are some I like Jesus it has a, it has a very um um Clarity of vision to it. Yeah, I think that it has a uh, which this uh, doesn't. Yeah, which this doesn't. But I think Jesus has a cohesiveness in terms of like the sound. Mm, Yeah, I agree. Sort of. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I just uh, I listened to it less than Mm, the other ones. mm -hmm. Um, and he's sort of done it again. I actually I find this album much more. I think I would listen to this album a lot because there's a lot to say on Mm. it. Again, it's funny. It's dark. It is very very dark. It's Mm. one thing and you can theorise about how like Tyler Heasy Coates or whatever you can theorise about his role as like the new OJ or the, the new white man's black man you can argue about his uh, like how his role what his role is as a black a black man a black man yeah or you can and, and I would agree actually that you know he He's of he has so much wealth, power, status, whatever that he. There was a lot on the album, on this album and the Kid Cudi album, about being free, and about mm. subsuming yourself in something about that moment of. There's literally a song on the Kid Cudi album called like "I'm Free" or something like mm. that, but it's about. There is a lot about him being you know he always talks about being a free thinker mm. and having freedom of expression, like think like being able to be free. And I do think he's confused freedom, like oblivion and thoughtlessness and numbness with freedom. Yeah, which is what the TMZ guy like called him out for. Yeah, and he could only afford to have that freedom, so-called freedom, numbness, 
detachment detachment mm. that that um like uh that immunity from yeah any kind of social effect from his comments or outcome he can only do that he only has that because he's very very wealthy mm. i don't expect my multi-millionaire like godlike celebrities to reflect my like economic politics no so- i expect my brands like lush to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think I can top that really. Uh, I love the album actually. I like it more and more the more I hear. I initially yeah, we were like, yeah, oh, we listened to it in bad la, 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 yeah. which is where we've been for the last. There week. are certain and we were like, there are certain ones. I feel like I I probably wouldn't be able to to listen to it in its entirety over and over again. But there are certain tracks that I really like, particularly Ghost Town, yeah. which I would listen to on loop. Yes, just because I just like it. You know, I like that Weezer shit. That, mm. And you were talking about when you that like, you know, rap starting to borrow from indie rock in the way that Kid Cudi does quite often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like a, this is like a power pop anthem. It is, yeah. The Kid Cudi album is full of like rocking chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like hard, like not hard rock, but like cheesy so, rock. Yeah, yeah, cheesy rock yeah. Or, or even like electronic mm. stuff as well. Yeah. Mm. Um... Yeah, I think I there, there there are lapses on the album. There are bits where it's like uh, there are eye rolling bits or whatever. But I don't I don't want necessarily even want to like the people whose art I admire. <laughs> it coincided almost with the new Father John Misty album, and I will say, this is opinion that no one cares about. <laughs> that Father John Misty is the indie rocks Kanye West, deeply narcissistic, incredibly insightful about himself, yeah. musically interest, uh, pretty, physically pretty. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I want someone to commission me to write that article, so that's the only reason I'm mentioning it. <laughs> because I can, I've can. i thought about this a lot, yeah. and I've listened to both of their music a lot. Mm. Father John Misty is indie rock's Kanye West. Um, volatile, creative types, blah, blah, blah. Do you think, would, you, would you like them to collab? Um, yeah. Yeah, probably. Father I mean, John Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that because Kanye's had, I mean, one of the things this album lacks a lot of features. Usually has quite a lot of yeah. pretty impressive features, but he's had like Bon Iver and yeah. um, a few indie rock people on mm. his records. Um, so he probably would have someone like mm. Father John on. He would, yeah. I'm sure it'd be awkward. Father John wrote a few Lady Gaga songs on the last album, mm. um, but yeah, I would give it an eight or a nine. Oh really? I would. I would, because I think he, I think he's, we are watching, like, the generational artist of our time, and we are lucky mm. to watch him work, and I don't give a shit about him endorsing Donald Trump. I'm sorry, I really don't give a shit. I've tried to virtue signal to people and be shocked, and, but I care about his, Donald Trump's policies and the effect that they're having on people. I don't really care that Kanye West I do I mean I can understand why someone who put a lot of faith in him and someone who was black you know mm. would be disappointed Mm-mm-mm-mm. but I am long past expecting my entertainers to have good to be woke again I don't Only know I don't know why people were so shocked by it first of all he's, a, he's been a raging narcissist for his whole career of course he would do he's, this he it is would be Trump. more surprising for, for him to not do that mm. To come out and be like, he's always tried to like say something provocative. Yeah, Yeah. always. Yeah, and I think he. I don't think he thinks about. He doesn't think about it very much. 
Um, but he does think about music. Yes, and that's all we ask yeah. for. Yeah, I think it's musically got a lot of interesting stuff going on. I think I would just give it that for the lyrical insights. Mm. And I think when he's when he's like actually rapping, he sounds really good. Mm, yeah. On the song about his wife not leaving him, mm. that one is fucking got some sick bars. Mm. Um, I just don't know what's going on with that last song. Yeah. What do you think about violent? Do you think violent crimes is just? Do you think he's someone was I read yeah, somewhere that did make me feel very uncomfortable, but it's yeah. also, as you said, a very, very common um, commentary uh, that's not just exclusive to hip hop. No, it's, not it's at all. very, very common in you see it a lot in America. Yeah, yeah, with 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 guns in relation yeah. to guns. You see it in the Western world where yeah. there is, you know, you see the whole uh, having a daughter reforming a, a previous misogynist is a big mm, trope. Mm-hmm. In um, not trope is a cultural norm. Yes, yeah. um, it's the way that most people relate to feminism. It's through their female relatives, and it's difficult to. It's how men relate to women. It is. Yeah, and there is a there's a element of. Kanye West, because he is a narcissist, all of the women in his life have to relate to him. Yeah, yeah. And his role, mm. his mama, his mama. I mean, my mum's a Kanye mum. I think there's your a time mom's of... a Kanye mum. Yeah, I've got this. This the, my name for mums like that, like over like not overbearing. What's the word? Like, oh, like really sweet. Mm. Like re- like really sweet. Tell you, see, Russell Brand's got one. My mum's one. Not to me, to my brother. Um, and uh, Kanye's mom. Uh, I used to call them Hitler moms because apparently Hitler's mom was like that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bit mean to my brother. But but like, right, don't, like sweet yeah, yeah, doting. Yeah. Your no son can do no wrong. Your mm. son is an angel. Mm. Um, he's he's the best, 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 best ever. Mm. And you raise little Kanye. Yeah, you do with the right ingredients. Mm. That's our Kanye review. Um, I think. We're going to leave it now. We're going to wrap up. Shall we wrap up? Yes. Go so, on. You know, hit us up on that social media. Give us an Instagram. Give yeah. us a tweet. Give us a Facebook comment. Give us a kiss. Give us a kiss on the mouth, if we say it's okay. <laughs> uh, give us some money. Just walk up to us on the street. Uh, we live in Glasgow, Southside area. Just just, just press, press a pound coin into my hand like our, like our grandmas used to do. Press it right in, tight. Yeah, just close my hand over a five pound note and whisper something. Um, give us a iTunes review. Oh, yes. Rate, like, rate and yeah, review. Like and subscribe, blah, blah, blah. Um, say hi to Gemma if you want. Yeah, um, we certainly will. We certainly will. I'm about to go and do that right now. Um, and I think, you know, we're on CastBox, Stitcher, iTunes. Hit us up on uh, any of those. Give us a subscribe. Do anything that's kind towards us. Mm. We'd really appreciate it because yeah. we love you. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. That's shite patter. Mwah. Mwah is shite patter. When it's Send us any on. examples of shite patter. Like a reply to our Instagram stories if you want. Tag us in things you think we'd think were funny. Tell us what you think about Kanye West. What do you think? Pay us attention! <laughs> some attention and maybe some money. Mm. Um, and just be nice to each other. Uh, yeah. So, what was that? Oh, yeah. Give us some examples of shite patter. Patter. I can't patter. say patter. Patter. 
Pitter-patter sounds wrong. Pitter-patter of little feet. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, give us some shite patter, would you? Because mm. we love it. We live for it. Living for this. <laughs> that, that podcast life. <laughs> the feel when. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.